What's up, y'all? You can call us a five-piece pearl set, because this is the <laughs> fifth episode of the North of 64 cast. That intro took like seven times to rehearse. <laughs> yeah, it was we, worth it. We just sat here thinking, it's been like, what, 15 minutes? We've been trying to think of puns that have the number five in it. That's the high point of the episode. Y'all can log off now. It's cool. And was that even rewarding? Like a five-piece drum kit? Is that good? No, it was the worst one we've come up right? with. Right? Yeah. The well, Bunker try- T reference was better. Yeah. Welcome to the five-time... World champion, North of It's sea. cool. Yeah, no, we out here. We out here. Welcome, y'all. If you're here, we appreciate you very much. Thank you. And thanks for coming back. You're still with us. Yeah, thanks for coming back. We have a cool uh, little episode today. Um, we're going to kind of break down our opinions on whether gear matters, what type of gear matters, a whole kind of... We're going to kind of dive deep into that and break down different subjects within that. Yeah, a big discussion on kind of like a need versus want. Yes. Or as yeah. Greg put it, a necessity versus desirable, yeah. I believe he said. I decided to complicate yeah. need versus want, but and what, that's okay. What you would need essentially to get started and why you shouldn't wait, because it really doesn't take as much as a lot of people think it does to yeah. really like get going making music. So we're going to kind of give uh, almost like a guide on what you would need to get going. Yeah, and we have a prime example of exactly what Darren just said that we'll talk about later on, too. I don't know what he's talking about, so it'll be new to me, too. <laughs> no, I do. Okay. Um, so first, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, music of the week. What are you listening to this week? Yeah, this week is, is a bit of a throwback for me. Not necessarily a, a classic just yet, but I was listening to um, an EP by Young Thug called On The Run. Uh, that's one of that is my favorite project that he's ever put out, and I am a, I'm a Young Thug fan, and that project really uh, I think he dropped it. I think it was like last year, maybe two years ago. But yeah, I've loved that project. There's great uh, features on it. He has a feature cool. with Black on there. He has Elton John interpolation he did of High. Uh, you're about Rocket to tell Man, me, sorry. You're about to tell me he had Elton John on his record. <laughs> that'd be way cooler. <laughs> no, he is on the record. He does um, an interpolation though of. Rocket Man, so it's just high, ah. but he samples Rocket Man. Oh, that's pretty dope. It's really cool. You should check it out. But um, yeah, I've been bumping that a lot, and I also um, I'll say a second one here, just because this one is a classic. Um, and the reason I'm listening to it is because I'm mixing for an artist called Serious Wild right now. I'm mixing a project for him, and he is a super dope artist. I can't wait for him to drop these tracks that he's working on. Um, hopefully in the new year soon. But, um, yeah, I'm listening to 808's Heartbreak by Kanye. Nice, Because, yeah, yeah, it's a classic. That's probably my favorite uh, hip-hop album of all time, It's one of my top ones, for sure. I love that album. Yeah, so I was was mixing a song for Sirius Wild, and there was one verse in the song that kind of called for that, like, Kanye-style auto-tune section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of implemented that in the mix, and then... From doing that, I think there was the whole next day I was just listening to it. It's a heartbreak. <laughs> Old Kanye was dope. Even like yeah. uh, like graduation, graduation era Kanye. Yeah. Before he fucking completely lost his mind. Dude, I loved um his EP or his album, whatever you want to call it, Yay, that he dropped last year or two years God. ago. I'm not a fan. I loved it, man. Personally. I thought that was some of his best work, honestly. Yeah, the production behind it just drives me nuts. No, you're thinking of um that other like religious album he dropped. Oh, for sure. Whatever Yay one that... was done in a studio in Wyoming. Okay, whatever the one he recorded his vocals on the iPhone. I hated that album. I'm for sure Jesus not Love, here for I think it. it's called. Yeah, something. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, that album is not for me. It was awful. Yeah, like everything yeah. from yeah, whatever. 
It's not for me. What my, are you listening to? Mine from this week is from 2005, and it's a guy I saw a couple years ago live, uh, a guy named Matt Mays. He did an album called, uh, it's self-titled, Matt Mays and El Torpedo. And it's like this like Canadian, uh, almost like folk rock album. Uh, kind of in the vein of like uh, like Brian Adams, if you're a fan at all. Yeah, a little bit. I'm Brian Adams is like a classic. I'm not know? the biggest Brian Fad- Adams fan either. Yeah. Th- this album's super good. Um, there's this one track called uh, Cocaine Cowgirl on it. Cool. Which is really good. It's, uh, it's nice. It's like just good kind of like Canadian rock listening. It's good driving yeah, music. Or something else. So there you go, y'all. Yeah. Something to check out. If uh, if you feel like listening to some new music or uh, just kind of revisiting if you've listened to any of that stuff before, that's what we're listening to right now. Yeah, um, yeah I said let's dive in. I think this will be a very brief episode. Yeah, uh, we've uh, we've noticed we've been getting longer and longer, so we're going to try to chill a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, every episode seems to be like five to ten minutes longer than the last so far <laughs> so we're gonna try and relax on that and we're this, learning boys we're learning we're 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 just starting out this seems like it'll be a good uh combat compact subject to yeah. kind of break through so um gear obviously in our lives is something that's became become a very i don't necessarily want to say important but it has um it's kind of taken over our lives in a sense especially when yeah. it comes to guitar gear for darren it's taken over my wallet for sure <laughs> And uh, I don't know about a lot of you guys, but especially with the pandemic, it's led to a lot of online shopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I am, uh, I'm going to preach a lot of this episode about need versus want, and I am very bad with the need aspect, mm-hmm. um, because everything I see, I feel like I need. Yeah. And you should learn from me as a bad example <laughs> to not do this. You have a lot of wants on your guitar rig. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. A lot of wants. As I look right. over at uh, my life's work <laughs> over here, that I'm sure my wife downstairs probably doesn't approve of at least half of them. Yeah, but I do. I know you do, too. Oh, I do for sure. <laughs> There's nothing I would get rid of. Yeah. But uh, it becomes a little bit of a problem when uh, you're in a bit of a small bedroom like I currently am, and it takes up more than half of the room. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to show you that you... Um, well, I'm an example of uh, excessiveness... Uh, it's completely, I could get away with probably a tenth of my setup and produce the same result. Yeah. So, uh, for us, so even, um, reaching back before North of 64, when I was first kind of making beats or, or mixing or like even releasing Fat Pratt stuff and whatever else, um, and even through all of North of 64, actually, it's all been done in my bedroom. I have never personally recorded a song in a studio that I have released through an SSL or Neve console. Um, I have worked on SSL and Neve consoles before, but I everything we've released has been done in my bedroom. And this year, obviously, because of the pandemic, some stuff Darren did in his own in his bedroom too. But basically what I'm getting at there is you don't need to have a large studio. So if you don't if you're holding back right now and you are not releasing music or you're not even attempting to make music because you're like, well, shit, man, like I can't do it. I don't have access to a studio. You're wrong. There's even, so you brought up Serious Wild earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a like um, perfect example. So he's evolved a bit more now, but when he started, he had an iPhone. Yeah. And that's it. And he recorded on GarageBand on his iPhone and he made it work. It wasn't obviously like, the best quality of recording, but 
it got him started and led him to where he is now. Yeah. Where now he's making music, right? And it got without that start, he wouldn't be where he is. Yeah, and I remember too when we booked him to play a show in Newmarket, the jam spot. He had his phone, yeah, and he had the Garage Band sessions <laughs> open on his phone, and he mm. plugged his phone into the audio system and he just clicked play in the garage band sessions on his iPhone. Yeah. And that was the cool and it sounded good too. He had less technical problems than we did at our first show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It worked out fucking great for him. That's very true. Yeah. What a mess that was for us. But no, it it worked out great for him and he is um yeah, shout out Serious Wildman. He is a, a key example of yeah. how simplicity can work and how you don't need all you don't need expensive gear at all he used his phone yeah that was it so to me like if you're just getting started and you want to get like kind of a little more than just say that than just a phone right to me like the most bare bones setup you would need is a to all you a computer a basic audio interface whether it's a small one like i for example i have the focus right 2i2 the scarlet it's like a hundred bucks yeah nothing uh, maybe one decent mic, like an SM57 or something, or if you can recommend, you'd probably be better to recommend something. Yeah, for a vocal mic, you can get, um, for a decent mic. So what I use, um, is an Aston Spirit microphone. Uh, that's what I use for all of my vocals and any vocals I've recorded for any other artist. Mm-hmm. Um, that one can be around like $500, but you yeah. can find cheaper, large condenser, uh, large diaphragm yeah. condenser microphones. And then whatever instrument you're playing, like, so if you're a guitarist, honestly, like, one good Strat or a Tele and a decent amp, yeah. and you're, excuse me, a lot further along than I think a lot of people are, and you have more than enough tools to at least get off the ground and get going. Yeah. I should mention, too, uh, one other crucial thing, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the, the laptop, but a, a DAW that works. Yeah, so, and, right. and a DAW being a digital audio workspace, so... What we use is Pro Tools. Um, Pro Tools is the industry standard, um, like at every recording studio. Recording studios are more fitted now, but um, every studio has Pro Tools. And now some, if not most, studios have um, Logic and Ableton as well. But mm. yeah, some, some DAWs could be Pro Tools, Logic, if you have Mac. Reaper um, works. Reaper, uh, FL Studio, Fruity Loops. Yeah. That's a free software you can download. And also... Um, GarageBand, like Serious Wild use. I was just going to say, like, if you're a Mac user, you're already half the way there. Like, you have your computer, it comes free with GarageBand, which is plenty enough to just lay some tracks down and get going. If you buy, like, say, like, that 2i2 I have, you're 90% of the way to what you yeah. need at least to get going, right? Yeah, exactly, because, yeah, I mean, without being, like, whatever doll you use, just if you're just starting and you don't have a budget yet and you just want to see if you like doing this and if it's yeah. kind of going to be something you're going to continue doing, just use a free... If you have a Mac, it comes to GarageBand. Use that. Yeah. If you have a PC, download FL Studio. You know? Like, there's... Um, like, you'll get out options. of... You'll get out of your gear as much as you put into it, right? Like yeah. I said earlier, like, I could honestly say I can get away with my Fender amp and a good Strat. Yeah, and, and with the other stuff I mentioned, I could be pretty much making the same quality of music as I do now. And even, like, technology's come so far, so if you're a guitarist, um, I don't love it, but you can completely get away with, like, a copy like Bias Effects for 100 bucks. Totally, man. So when, yeah. um, when we first started recording stuff, too, whenever yeah. we were demoing stuff, we used an amp simulator that I had yeah. um, on my computer. You can find free amp simulators 
Mind you, they won't be as good, and amp simulators are kind of something you want to put some thought into if that's the way you're going to go, if you don't have an amp or a microphone for that amp. For sure. But, um, yeah, find yourself... Bias Effects is... Um, Kind of one of the leaders, actually, for yeah. um, guitar simulators. I, I use Waves GTR. It's not... Waves GTR isn't the greatest, but it's, it is good for demoing ideas, mm -hmm. at least. Um, and, like, if you're... So, I have the luxury where I have a couple of good, like, tube amps at my disposal. But if, if I was, like... Uh, if I just had some crappy little practice amp or something, it might even be worth an investment and just spend that hundred bucks on bias... As opposed to then upgrading your rig for, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the key is, it's just like, it's not a necessity in order to make music. You don't need this big elaborate setup to write a song or even to produce songs that people will like. Yeah. Right? Like, it's all, it's completely dependent on the user and what you do with it. Totally. And again, I mean, going back to our, I believe it was our last episode we did, where we talked about, um, just uh, like our song right our approach to songwriting we talked about just yeah. creativity just being creative and experimenting and trying new things um one song by dominic fike called phone numbers it was produced by kenny beats and kenny beats there's a guitar on that um, record and it, it was a friend of kenny beats who sent him he had like a junior size guitar yeah, yeah, yeah and it was like beat up or whatever i think he got it at a thrift store so he just played like a random port chord progression on that through his iphone microphone yeah sent that to kenny beats and that's the guitar you hear in phone numbers yeah so i mean again you can just get creative experiment a bit and use any like anything you have around the house record it through your iphone if you want i was i was just gonna say like even at the bare bones level right like so you're a musician and you want to start getting some content out into the world right Set your, put your phone on a stack of books and shoot a video. Yeah, straight up, man. You know, make some TikTok videos. Yeah, TikTok's out there. Exactly. You, know, you need almost nothing if you're like driven enough to do this. Yeah. You need, you straight up need the phone that you use every day and your instrument and what you're creating with it. Yeah, exactly. And your talent. Yeah. Like, that's it, man. Just yeah. be creative. Like back at the uh, the beginning of the pandemic when we realized that we wouldn't be able to get together anymore, I realized that I would need to find a way to get Greg my guitar tracks or I guess the opposite was, which we tried once. I'd play you a progression, show you how to play it, and then yeah. <laughs> you play it for me. Yeah. But if I wanted to have like, uh, I guess, my part in this project, I need to find a way to record. Mm -hmm. So in one afternoon, I went on Amazon... I grabbed my Scarlett 2i2, a SM57, and a mic stand, and cables and such, like miscellaneous yeah, shit, right? Yeah. But for like, and I got a subscription to Pro Tools, which was like uh, 40 bucks a month, I mm -hmm. want to say, 45, whatever. But for about a half hours of research and your guidance, and a couple of hundred bucks, within, I think, two weeks of that, I recorded the solo of Truman, which ended up coming out this year. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it, it didn't take a hell of a lot. It just kind of took a little bit of research. And thankfully, if I, like, I have someone like Greg uh, to give me some kind of guidance on the issue. But if you have someone a little knowledgeable, even feel free to reach out to us. Like, we're what we're happy to help out. Yeah, sure. DM us. If, you're, like, if you're just starting out with this shit, like, if you're looking to buy any equipment, whether it's guitar yeah. or, like, recording shit, like, literally just DM one yeah. of us. And we're happy to help with that stuff, man. It just sucks seeing people not do something they're passionate or good about because they feel like they don't have the means to do so. 
Yeah, and w- so of course Darren just mentioned how he had, he dropped a couple hundred bucks on getting himself set up here. If you don't have any um, disposable money, l- like literally, like we mentioned before, look at like just use your iPhone, mm-hmm. get creative ideas down. Mm-hmm. Um, at least start building up some sort of um, portfolio in in your own pocket kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like get your own ideas down, and then eventually, like if you if you have a laptop, if you can get your hands on a laptop, just download a free software. And I just was, get to work. So, you know? say you have, say the only thing that you have is, uh, say you want to make hip hop, and the only thing you have is a Mac, right? Load up GarageBand. Yeah. Go to Somatics. Download half of their packs are free. Yeah, Somatics.fm. They have, yeah. yeah, like how many free packs have we done? Like twelve of them. And they're just I one bought example. a few of their packs too. Yeah. Yeah, they're just one example. You can find these packs. An infinite amount of places straight up for free and using the software that you have for free on the computer that you already yeah. have. What's what Darren's referring to, somatics by the packs, they are all like full drum sound packs with like kicks, snares, eight oh eights, claps, like miscellaneous perks and stuff like there's that. There's melody loops, there's yeah, straight so up it, full drum loops. Yeah, even right. if you just want to practice making beats, download somatics uh sound packs and yeah. literally you don't even need to keep like you don't need to do any of your own Melodies, you can just chop up theirs and yeah. put their drums on it, and like you can just practice with that. It's it's like with anything in life. If you have a passion to do something, there shouldn't be any like limitations holding you back. Right? Yeah, there's and we talk about it a lot too. Of uh, we'll have an idea and then we'll put it off for a few weeks or a couple of months, and there's no sense of just not starting to do it. Basically, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if you want to make music. Download some shit and just get started with it because in two weeks you might have moved on to something else and you might just not be interested anymore. We were having a discussion earlier today. We're going to start being a little more active on uh, TikTok yeah. coming up. Yeah. And we were talking, when should we start? Like, should we maybe we should start in January or whatever? And we were both just kind of came to the conclusion, like, fuck it, let's start like tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, there's no reason not to. Yeah, it's one of those things, because like, we can sit on this stuff forever, and we'll just talk about it and talk about it. We've been talking about TikTok, TikTok for so long, Yeah, and it's just like, we finally have like a bit of a, I guess, game plan per se, but like we have an idea of what we want to do with it, and how we want to kind of voice ourselves on that platform, and yeah, just do it. Like We're not going to sit back and wait, we're going to launch that literally tomorrow. So since it is kind of a, a gear episode, we'll wrap up in a few minutes, but... what um, What's a few items that you would recommend to someone who wants to like get going? To get going, budget dependent, um, I would say what you said, um, get a, a small audio interface, the Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 um, is, it's, it's always my number one recommendation to anyone who's starting out with this stuff because they have great sounding preamps that I believe were designed um, by, not by Rupert Neve, but by, they're, they're modeled after Rupert Neve um, preamps, which is a classic analog console, the Neve mm. designs. Um, so I have the Focusrite, the Focusrite 18, uh, the Scarlet 18 i20. Um, so if you're just starting to get the Focusrite Scarlet 2 i2, well, there's plenty of other uh, small interfaces out there. Um, you get a Scarlet like ranges from, I think they have a single channel input, they have a two and a four and an eight. Like, yeah, you can get, I think the Scarlet Solo yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, just budget dependent on, and also what your needs are. Like if you're just doing vocals, that yeah. Scarlet Solo is probably fine for you. You need the one input for your mic. Totally, right? exactly. Like, yeah, so I'd say the interface. Um, if you're doing vocals for a microphone, um, microphones are fairly important. 
luckily, um, if you're listening from Canada, which you most likely are, I don't know why we would have any reach anywhere else at this point. We are gigantic in Russia, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Russia. Um, so, <laughs> so we have. Um, I lost some train of thought. So yeah, luckily in Canada we have um, Long and McQuaid. You can rent quality microphones. Like I'm talking like Neumann microphones for like fifteen dollars a week. So say if you have one week where you're like, okay, leading up to this week, I just wrote five songs. I'm ready to record an EP. Go to Long and McQuaid, rent a top quality mic. They can help you when you're there to pick out a good mic, and rent it for like fifteen to like thirty dollars for the week. Call it a day. You have that microphone. Um, you can probably rent an interface from them too, if if that's the way you want to sure go. You can, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, for like a, a vocalist trying to start out, I get the microphone, the interface, and of course a digital audio workstation. We just went over. You can get uh, FL Studio or GarageBand. Um, in terms of in the box um, plugins within the digital audio workspaces, Darren and I were talking about this earlier. Um, my go-to EQ when I'm mixing is, um, in terms of for like surgical EQ and subtract subtractive EQing, is the Avid Stock EQ that comes with Pro Tools. You don't need so. It depends again, budget dependent, but you yeah. do not need to buy these Waves plugins or these UAD plugins. It can become very intimidating when you're starting out and. You're like, oh, cool, I want to get some audio plugins so my shit will sound good. And you look online and it's like, oh, cool, to get like a decent EQ and compressor, it might cost me like $300 if I go yeah. with a high-end brand. So those are great plugins. I'm not bashing those plugins. I have a few of them myself. But if, if you're just starting out, just practice using um, the stock plugins and that's how you're going to learn how to use an EQ. You can get the best sounding EQ in the world. If you don't know how to use an EQ, you're, it's not going to be the best sounding EQ in the world. Plus, there's nothing worse, too, than when, like, say you're just getting into something, you're trying to decide, like, if you're, you want to continue with this. Yeah. So you drop a whole bunch of money to then decide in three <laughs> weeks that, like, you're just not into it. Like, it's just not something you're, like, exactly. passionate about. It's like, you might as well, and especially, like, that EQ you mentioned, we used it, especially before the last couple of months on, what, like, every song we've ever done? Yeah, I have used it on every <laughs> single song we've ever done. Yeah. At least at one point in the vocal chain, I've used that on, on every song. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like the, the main thing um, to take away from this is, in terms of plugins, is if you're just starting out, use the stock EQ, use the stock compressor, use your stock reverb, your stock delay, and literally just check out the presets of each one, tweak it yourself, and understand what every single button and knob does. Because once you have an understanding of when you're working with an EQ and you you realize, like, oh, this is what a pre-delay does on the EQ. This is what the time does. This is what the depth does. Once you realize those things, when you buy, if you get to the point where you want to buy another reverb from Waves or wherever, mm -hmm. UAD, wherever you want to buy something from, when you get that reverb, you've already put so much time into a stock plugin that you'll now have this great sounding plugin that you can make genuinely sound great. Yeah, and you'll notice the differences too. Yeah. By that point, because you'll really understand the product and what you're working with. Exactly. As um, as a guitarist, and I should probably uh, practice what I preach a little more in terms <laughs> of the care. Look around us. <laughs> but um, 
I honestly would recommend uh, a good, good, like a good playing sounding guitar as like the base of everything you do. Like, uh, I would honestly, like, even like you can get like a Mexican Fender, uh, like a Stratoratelli. That's what I was gonna say. A Mexican yeah. Telly is what I got for like four or five hundred bucks. If you yeah. catch them used, you can get a good if you're like a like a bit of a heavier style player. You can get a good like Epiphone Les Paul for like three four hundred bucks. Yeah. Right? So honestly, one good guitar. A decent sounding tube amp, even um, it doesn't have to be anything much like. So you have one too, my Egnator Tweaker, my fifteen watt. That yeah, that's a great cop. If you're uh, a bedroom guitarist, the yeah. Egnator Tweaker, it's yeah, it's I, like a, it's a it's not a hybrid amp, but it's a valve. It's amp. a valve amp. Yeah, valve amp. I got so I got mine used for like two hundred bucks, and you and even if you pay a little more, like for for what you pay for those things, they are incredible value. Yes. Right, and in terms of pedals. I honestly think that I could live with a tuner, a good compressor, a good drive, and a good reverb. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And it's really easy, and I'm the worst for it, too, of getting sucked <laughs> into these rabbit holes of Facebook groups and Reverb.com or whatever, of the shiny new piece of gear that it's going to change your tone, and it's going to change you as a player, <laughs> and it's going to whatever. But nine times out of ten, it's exactly this need versus want thing. 100%. I want... A whole lot of shit. Yeah. But I honestly think if you gave me a Mexican strat with my Agnator and a good drive and a good reverb, I could do everything I do now. 100%. And yeah. if you are playing heavier music like metal or anything like that, then you may want to consider getting a noise suppressor as well to put yeah. at the beginning of your chain. But yeah, in terms of necessities, like. Yeah, and, even and not even necessities, like these are all still wants, but these are like. Yeah. What we would recommend is a solid starting yeah. point. I feel like as like, if I was uh, if I was in the last minute where I have a gig coming up and all my shit got stolen, basically, yeah, right? Yeah. That is, I think, the minimum. And even you can probably even take away the drive based on the amp, the drive pedal. But you really reverb too. Well, I if love you my need. reverb. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, straight up, it, that's even the style of player I am. If you're I do kind of a lot of like uh, ambient shit, lo-fi stuff. And a lot of my lead playing, I like like a very wet tone. Yeah. But if that's not what you're going for, you straight up don't need that at all. Yeah, right? it's true. Like a good amp and a good guitar with a couple little pedals will get you a really long way. Yeah. One th one good uh, want that I do feel has benefited me the most in my playing is a looper. And yeah. I hi especially if you're writing music by yourself. Just to be able to craft melodies and like different layers of music, that looper has helped me in my songwriting more than almost anything ever has. Yeah. So you can get some even cheap ones too. I think Ditto sells a looper for like fucking. Yeah, the Ditto looper. Yeah, yeah. they're cheap as hell. They're like sixty bucks or yeah. something, seventy bucks. Even a lot Joyo of Joyo has a looper. <laughs> I can't uh, endorse any Joyo products. I have a Joyo. I was going to say a senior Joyo pedal. <laughs> my first ever pedal that I bought for myself was a Joyo digital delay that I got from Amazon for $26. Yeah. I still have it in my drawer. Big bet. <laughs> even in terms of a looper, a lot of DAWs uh, even have like a built in loop with them. Um, even Bias FX has a looper built into it too. So it might not even be like a. Um, hardware purchase you need but i do highly recommend a looper yeah 
Yeah, totally. And with that being said, I mean, if you're working in the DAW, you can literally just record a yeah. part and then record the next part. Straight up. But if you're if you're just a guitarist, like if you're if you don't have a DAW, you're not worried about recording or anything. Yeah, I agree with Darren. A looper is huge. This countless times, especially when we started making music, when Darren would come to my house. Um, with ideas and he's like oh I have a bunch of ideas to show you and he doesn't play them he'll plug his looper in and he'll yeah. just click play on his looper and switch through all the sounds so th it's clearly um, benefited us having a looper super good that my looper has like a, a thousand different buttons and knobs on it too and I would get confused as I'm trying to show him my idea <laughs> yeah your loop station's extra and he would just wonder what the fuck I'm trying to play <laughs> for you as I'm cycling through all my presets and I have weird effects plugged in that I didn't intend to oh man if you're trying to see anyone who's listening right now if you're trying to see what a looper does Check out Dominic Fike's King of Everything oh, live. So good, yeah. Woo! That he he plays an acoustic guitar through a looper and like some effects pedals, and it is so dope. I've straight up watched that video about a thousand Me times. Me too, man. It and, is so dope. And even just trying to like figure out because it's like it's such a simple yet such a complex loop. Yeah. And I've even tried to emulate it myself a few times, and for the life of me, I just cannot figure out what the fuck he's doing yeah, half the time. He uses like percussive elements on the acoustic guitar that he loops too. Like it's, he does a lot of cool shit. And, I and don't there, know. he reverses all of it too. So that's the one part I'm struggling with. Yeah. And the other is how he gets that tone out of acoustic guitars. Yeah, I, he was going into some drive pedal. It makes absolutely no sense yeah. to me. I, I, I didn't see what, but he was going into yeah. a drive pedal. It might, I think it was a built-in drive on that on his effects board that he had. I don't know, but you, when you were younger, trying to plug an acoustic guitar into an amp with yeah, distortion? Always. Yeah. So, I had an acoustic electric, and I was like, this is what it's meant for. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> and then when my acoustic started violently shaking, I thought it was about to explode, I had to turn it yeah, off. Yeah, it's a big bet. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to get into? I think that's good, man. I, at the end of the day, I think um, hopefully what you can take away from this is that you do not need a lot of expensive gear and you can start making music very minimalistically. Yeah. It's it doesn't um it really doesn't take much to be a creative creator, yeah. you know? <laughs> Y'all just yeah. film some goddamn TikTok videos. Yeah. Sing into your iPhone. Yeah. Exactly. If that's what it takes. If that's what you're passionate about and this is what you want to do, then don't think that anything just because you don't have this giant new expensive piece of gear that you can't do it. Yeah, exactly. And again, yeah, if you don't have access to a studio, uh, it doesn't matter. We yeah. don't either. We out here. That being said, too, I'm also a hypocrite because I fucking love gear and I have quite a bit of it. <laughs> do. But don't listen to me. You do. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Is there yeah. anything else you want to no, talk about? No, that's good. I mean, that's do you it. have a joke to end the podcast on? Joker? What? I hardly know her. What did one hat say to the other? Well, uh, don't worry, I'll go on ahead. And in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night.